Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of Home Ice Advantage. Before we get into it today, I would just ask that you please share this with your friends, put it on Facebook, tweet about it, email it to your Aunt Betty. I'm completely indifferent how you share it, but we would really appreciate if you did. If you could also go and rate us five stars, you know the deal, that would help out a lot, but let's get into the show. This is Colin. Um, we've been gone for a while, longer than we thought we would be. The... Honest answer on this one is that Wesley had some exciting family developments uh, this offseason, and he's taking time to handle stuff. So that is that. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to focus on an idea I had. I put it on Twitter. It found out it's quite popular of the Canes Hall of Fame. I'm sure I'm not the first one to have this idea, but we're going to dive into it this episode. Um, off the top, I do want to talk about the Max... Pacioretty news that came out late last night, and I'm not going to dive too deep into it. I'm just, you know, it sucks. Um, if you don't know, he's going to need surgery. He'll be out about six months. Uh, he's having the surgery the day this podcast is releasing, so he should be back by January, maybe, December. Who knows? And, and, and that one hurts, and yeah, uh, <laughs> Listen, we'll get into all this when Wesley gets here, but that one, that's not the news I expected to see uh, during buyout season. Um, my, my initial thought was, shit. Huh. Well, pro cap compliant, that was my exact thought process. But without further ado, we'll dive into the episode. So the main idea is here is a Carolina Hurricanes Hall of Fame. I don't want to limit it to just players, but we'll get there. So the idea is, is that we have three players who we have retired their number. It is the highest honor you can have in professional sports, where you retire the number. Ron Francis, Glenn Wrestley, and Rod Brindamore. No one should ever doubt why those three men had their numbers retired. But there are players who shouldn't necessarily have their numbers retired but have had a lasting impact on our franchise. And I think that's the important key here, is a lasting impact on the franchise and its fans. And before we get into it, I also want to mention that a ton of hockey teams do this. Vancouver has one, Arizona has one, the Devils have one, Philadelphia has one. In fact, Rod Brittenmore is in the Philadelphia Flyers Hall of Fame. And then Calgary has something that's called Forever Aflame, which is just a different name for the same book. But the general idea here is there were players, let's take Justin Williams. Justin Williams is a good one that is recent. So Justin Williams, you know, he's a con Smythe three-time Stanley Cup champion. Unfortunately, only one of those was with us and the con Smythe was not with us. So should we retire his number? Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, LA probably should, yeah. I don't know if we should. But should he not be recognized for the things he did for our franchise? That empty net goal in 06 that sealed the cup? It's beautiful. That will forever live in Hurricanes fans' minds. And then he came back and helped pull us out of that dark decade. I don't think it's fair to say that he isn't good enough to be recognized by this franchise. Not going to say his number should be retired. But why not create a Hall of Fame? So 
On the 25th anniversary, it just so happens that we are also in talks to remodel our franchise with the Centennial Authority. I'm sorry, remodel our arena. I'm not going to say the name of the arena in this episode, by the way, because we don't know what it's going to be next year and the contract ends very soon. And I, hot take here, I don't think it's going to be PNC much longer. But we should have a place in the arena where we can celebrate players and personalities who helped make the franchise who it is today. In my head, it should be players, coaches, GMs, and broadcasters. And I'll, I can make a case for everyone. I have, I have a list in front of me here. But the idea is they are not prolific enough to retire the number, which is fine. That's understandable. Listen, if we retire numbers willy-nilly, we're not going to be able to have a hockey team very long. Uh, you know, 50 years from now, we'll have like 12 numbers. You, you can't have a roster with that. So it is what it is. But I would like to talk about who I think should go in. We'll start with the players. Um, there's a couple obvious ones in my head, which is Williams, Jeff O'Neill, and Kevin Deneen. Um, then there's the one... This, this one's... People, some people think that Ward should have his number retired. It's a debate. I personally think he should, uh, you know... If he had any type of team that played in front of him, his stats would be a lot better. He could have done more. And he was a workhorse the entire time he played for the Canes. I mean, there there was a season where he played like 70 games. Out of an 82-game season, Cam Ward started 70 games. there There was no way at the end of that that man wasn't exhausted. His stats would be so much better if he got to play 40 or 50 or even just 60. But I know it's a debate, so Cam Ward would go in the Hall of Fame if not having his number retired. Ultra Obe is also a really good choice. You know, that 0-2 cup run with him and Weeks. It, it, you know, stuff of dreams. And then uh, this, one, this one I think is kind of a hot take. Uh, I like David Ayers going in just because what a historic moment that is. Of course, we should never retire that number. But having him in this Hall of Fame, and the idea is here is that it's some spot in the arena. So they're going to remodel the arena anyways. So we might as well put something up to immortalize these players and personalities. So future fans know what these people brought to our franchise. And I I think that's more important than ever right now because we have gained so much notoriety in the area from people who've moved in or people who just never cared about hockey in the past four seasons with uh, the Tom Dundon ownership. So why not have, uh, I don't know, some people say it should be like a walk. Uh, I'm fine with just having like take out one of the small eye stores and just have a room with photos and the stories, maybe some memorabilia from the player to tell the history of our franchise. Some of the future players I also think would make a lot of sense to go in is um, Jeff Skinner. And I know, you know, most overplayed player in the league, what, what not, what not, what not. Jeff Skinner played well for us, and he got a colder his rookie season. So I'm not, you can't say that he was terrible for us. And Am I happy we didn't pay him $9 million to keep him here? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the, that one's a story for another day. 
And then current players who play for the team, and this is this is Galaxy Brain Night, I'll admit. But 15 years from now, Sebastian Ajo, you know, Jacob Slavin. Well, actually, I can see both of the phone numbers being retired. But, um, you know, these impact players who aren't going to be retired should be recognized. Maybe Justin Falk. Justin Falk's a great example of a, of a player who put their time in. They wore something to the franchise. But they're not really of the caliber to be retired. You can't retire a coach's number. And, you know, five, ten, two, one, however many years from now until Rob Brindamore decides he no longer wants to coach the team. He should be recognized for his efforts as the head coach. And honestly, so should Peter Laviolette, who brought us to the Stanley Cup. He did the one thing Paul Maurice couldn't do, which was win us the Cup. I also, speaking of Paul Maurice, believe he should be in it too. I know a lot of people would disagree with this one and see this one as kind of a hot take, but I, I don't think it is. He brought the team, he, he came with the team down from Connecticut. He brought us to the finals in 02, and then brought us to the conference finals in 09. You can't say that he wasn't impactful for our franchise. Or you can, and you'll just be wrong in my eyes. I guess that's the real point there. But he, you cannot deny that he had a lasting impact on our franchise, including with our current head coach, Rod, who credits Peter LaViolette with showing him the ropes. I'm sorry, not Peter LaViolette, but Paul Maurice with showing him the ropes. And then the, the final one here that I, the group of people that I believe need to be recognized is broadcasters. And this one's a little, I, I didn't see any of the other NHL. NHL franchises that recognize broadcasters that had a lasting impact. But in our case, I think it's deserved by two broadcasters that are currently no longer with the team and one broadcaster who's currently with the team. The easy one, the one that's with the team that deserves to be recognized is Trip Tracy. Whenever Trip Tracy um, calls it quits and uh, is no longer the color commentator for the Carolina Hurricanes, he has to be recognized. Him and John Forslund taught a generation of Carolina Hurricanes fans the game. And you can't deny it. Present day, he is still teaching people the game. But uh, to former broadcasters, the the most obvious one everyone's going to jump on is John Forslund. John Forslund started with the Whales, moved down in 98, wasn't sure how long it was going to last, but then spent the next two decades in Raleigh calling games. And, you know, we can all talk about the contract negotiations and behavior sense and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, John Forslund had a lasting impact with our franchise. And I I know I've used that phrase a lot, and I think that's what's important here. A lasting impact on the franchise. And if you say John Forslund didn't have that because you're upset about the way things ended, that's on you. But then another one I haven't seen a lot is Chuck Caton, who was the longtime radio play-by-play for the team. And, and by long time, I mean he was hired by the team and they were in the WHA, the World Hockey Association. So when they, before they were even an NHL team, Chuck Caton was calling games. This, this man called 
Gordie Howe games, you know. Ron Francis the first time, Ron Francis when he came back, Kevin Deneen, he is a prolific career and he has been recognized in countless ways as perhaps the best hockey play-by-play voice in the history of the game. And we employed him. And once again, that's, that's the way he left wasn't great. But Chuck Hayden has also not said a single bad word regarding the team since his departure, or its ownership, which, you know, that's, that's just a class act, if you ask me. And then finally, we'll end with broadcast. Um, I'm sorry, not broadcasters. We just did those. Uh, we'll end with the one general manager, I think, that is no longer with the team that deserves to be in a Hurricanes Hall of Fame, which is Jimmy Rutherford. Interesting fact here is Jimmy Rutherford was once part owner of the team. When it you know, when Peter Kamanos came aboard, he had like a 10% share in the team. And he, I think he held it up until he left, that 10% ownership stake. But he was also the GM of the team for decades. And, you know, he brought us to the 0-2 Cup Finals. That was a team he constructed. He constructed the team that won the Cup in 2006. He constructed the team that went to the fi- uh, Conference Finals in 2009. Those were his teams. And he's a Hockey Hall of Famer himself now. How can you say he doesn't deserve to be recognized by the franchise, by the team, excuse me, the team he literally helped build? It's important to know that back in the day, when the team first got here, we, we were nothing. The, the, the team was nothing. Especially those first two years in Greensboro. It takes a lot to build a team in a quote-unquote untraditional market. And Jimmy Rutherford did it well. And he deserves to be recognized by the franchise for it. So that's everyone I think should be in this theoretical Hall of Fame. And if you support this idea, I would implore you to please share it. Go on Facebook, go on Twitter, Instagram. If you have some Keynes content you generate yourself, do something on it. Write a piece about it, record a podcast about it. I think we should do this this year. Or maybe not open it this year, but the team should announce they're doing it and start working on it this year. It's, we're officially, at the beginning of this season, on our 25th year in North Carolina. And in that time, we have, you know, we were a punchline when, when we moved down here. It was, oh, wow, they're going to move from Connecticut where it didn't work to Raleigh, where it's not going to work. Where are they going to go next? Atlanta? And we've turned ourselves into a contender. We have our cup, and I, I'll give you it's one cup in 25 years. It's not, you know, it's nothing that's going to go down the history books, but, you know, there's a ton of teams that don't have cups. Let's talk about the Leafs not winning once in 67. But you can't deny that there were players who have helped build this team, who have helped create fans, who have helped us achieve a cup, um, or appearance in the cup, um, or division championships, who aren't recognized, people who new fans won't know about. I, I can almost guarantee you that if you go to a modern home game and ask people, who is Kevin Deneen? A large percentage of them wouldn't know. First captain of our team, guys. It's the last goal in Hartford, first goal in Carolina. And I realize those are, you know, 
emotional things, but that's the point. Being a hockey fan or being a sports fan in general is an emotional effort. When you, you feel the highs, you feel the lows. Listen, we, we won the division last year. It felt great. We lost in Game 7 through the Rangers. It was a very tough day. But that's the point. And then in between is where you develop your stories. The Justin William returning to drag us out of that dark decade. Him showing Jordan Stahl what it is to be a captain so that he could pick up the mantle after him and continue the work. The David Ayers game, which is just... I realize... It's a corny piece of Hurricanes history at this point, but it's an incredible piece of Hurricanes history at this point that there will always be the David Ayers game. In the case of Jeff Reneal, we have the eye of the uh, hurricane when he took the puck to the eye. These are stories throughout history that if you're not a longtime fan, you don't know. And it's not a bad thing you don't know. I'm not judging anyone, but you don't know yet. And why not have something in the arena that teaches everyone, far and ride, why this team is so special to us? Why we were all overly emotionally attached to millionaires playing with sticks on ice. Which I get is kind of an insulting way to say it, but that's the point. That's how other people see it. Let's teach them. Why we love Rod Brendamore. Let's teach them, while I'll be a caniac to the day I die. And with a hall of fame in the arena, I think that becomes easier. It's somewhere you can take your kids. You know, I I saw Sebastian Alho play. My uh, Wesley went to the All-Star game in 2011. I'm sure that's something you would want to throw in the hall of fame. You'd bring up the draft in 04, the All-Star game in 2011, the... the outdoor game we're doing this year. And, you know, I went to those games. These are, these, these are historical events in the eyes of this franchise, and I wish we would do more to celebrate them. And to be fair, it's still early in the 25th anniversary season, so I don't know everything they're going to do. No one does, except if you work for the team, and I'm sure there's even more stuff they're going to generate. But I think this would go a long way to reminding fans of the past. And you shouldn't live in the past, clearly, but having a room or a hallway or a patio, I don't know, in the arena to go and celebrate these legends like Eric Cole, Kevin Deneen, like I can I can hear Forslund calling the names in my head right now. That's not nothing. And I believe it's time for the Hurricanes to recognize them. Anyways, that's going to be this episode. I'm hopefully going to turn out a couple more solo pods um, while Wesley is gearing back up for the season. Uh, A couple of them are going to be Carolina Hurricanes history, so keep your eye on that one. But thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Share with your friends. As always, we thank you for listening, and let's go Canes.